video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. Welcome to another episode of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. I am Jessica, for those of you that don't know, and here with me today is Craig. Hello. Hello, and Andy. Hello. Hello. Coming to you from Bonnie, Scotland, we are here to talk all things gaming, including this week's news on GTA 6 and Tomb Raider, both the film and the game, plus lots more as well. As always, on our weekly episodes, Craig will provide us with a Pure Dead Platinum slash 1000G, and we will look at the upcoming releases and select a pick of the week. Not to be forgotten, of course, is this week's Get in the Bin nominations, and our gaming movie this week was Black Mirror's Bandersnatch. Stay tuned to find our thoughts on that. We know so many of you already do, but if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, then make sure you do so, so you know when there is a new episode out. And if you can, please, 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 please take some time to leave a little review as it really helps to support the podcast and get in more people's ear holes. And with that said, happy August. New month, new goals. It's mad that it's fucking August already. It is quite, Yeah. like, I don't know, to me, autumn, no, to me, August is like, an autumnal month, but it's not really. It's still kind of summer, isn't it? When does summer run to officially? The end of August. Is it? Mm. Sep- September, October, November is autumn. December, Jan. See, everyone thinks like the end of the year is is a uh, winter, but winter's December, January, February. Yeah. Plus, we're like I've been in Scotland. For those of you who don't know, like we're like. Our kids are almost going back to school. We're in England, like they've not lo- like they only stopped some of them like last week. No luck. Yeah, we're yeah. almost we're almost home free. We're almost at that that end end point, which I am very much looking forward to. Yeah, get that right up, you England. <laughs> Shout of bastards. Mm-hmm. And also, congratulations to the I'm only joking. Nobody cares. To the women's to team. Oh. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> Being a female, you've got a support sport. Oh, I support, sports, I support you know. female sport. That's absolutely great. It's mm-hmm. the team that won it. I've been sporting on my new treadmill. Yes, yeah, you've purchased a treadmill to walk on at work. Mm-hmm. It's an under desk treadmill. Right. Um, and I've got like a riser thing for my desk so that I can move my laptop and divide, like screen and everything up and down. And so I can walk while I work. And how long do you walk for well i've only had it one day so far right. and i've done like sixteen thousand steps which for me like this is my issue like i because i sit generally for mm-hmm. eight hours a day at work i'm mm-hmm. lucky if i get like two thousand if i don't like so do much increased. else yeah. so i think that's one of my biggest issues in terms of daily movement so i'm trying to increase it so yeah but i think i'm only only going on gonna go on it for like i don't know an hour or two a day, maybe you know if I've got a meeting or something so like that. So you really need, yeah. Don't need to overdo it. Exactly. So yeah, 
basically what's happened is she's tired of us calling her out for doing fuck all during us? the day. And then <laughs> yourself. And so now she's decided that she's gonna have to take matters into her own hand and cost me money. I paid for it with my own money. <laughs> with Joan. How much we're we talking here? Probably not as much as the amount of shitty platinums that he's purchased cumulatively. Aye, I doubt that very much. Aye, I'll give you that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that, I mean, this month, or? Because <laughs> we'll get to that. Oh, no. He just confessed a £2 purchase that I've seen that, oh, jeez. Aye, it was worth it. Oh, I don't know about that. He's were looking on an awe. Oh. No. Mm-hmm. So, are we all anyway good? Good, yeah. Yep. I've had an uneventful week. It's unlike you. I've been keeping, keeping to the long grass. Keeping your head down. Yep. I've <laughs> been doing quite well. He's so, been banned for everywhere, that's why. <laughs> My <laughs> options may be limited. Everywhere that he wants a, a cream egg coffee, he can't get anymore. It's too uh, hot for that kind of stuff at the moment, though. Uh, no, it's not for him. I no, mean, no for I'm him. still having... What are you talking about? You have about four coffees a day these I days. Iced. I still uh, like a cup of tea. It doesn't matter if it's warm. I I'm still, still, I still have a coffee most days. Do you use half tea? No. no. I don't think you did. We sometimes get it just so that if somebody wants it, but then after a while you just have to chuck yeah, it. Yeah, I usually purchase hmm. a like, thing of tea bags around Christmas time, but you know, my parents come round and people come round at Christmas time and you know maybe four cups get consumed and right. then it just sits there for the rest of the year <laughs> until I go, I should hmm. probably chill out and get some new tea now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm a tea drinker though. Would you have tea if we had it? Yes. There you go then. We've been chucking out all this tea for nothing. I would. I could go a cup of tea right now. Mm. We don't don't have any. (laughs) Is that what you asked? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One one thing I did do though is I watched a documentary on Max Payne. Oh yeah, so this is the one that um, Matt, Matt brought up last week, yeah. yeah. Um, so it was really cool. Uh, I can't remember who it was that made it, but they, they did a good job with it. And they just sort of went through the history of Remedy and like making Max Payne. And I don't know, it was like the early stuff was what I found the most interesting. Like they, they were like, so the team that went on to become Remedy, they were like fucking around with 3D models and stuff like that in the early 90s. And it was really quite pioneering stuff. And that they went from there to wanting to make their own game. They put out a racing game first. It was like mm-hmm. a top-down uh, racing game that had like vehicular combat and stuff like that. That was quite cool. And then they went on from there and made Max Payne. Uh, well, it was ra- it was just solidly racing, like it, like I like almost like a precursor to like Carmageddon or something like that. But um, yeah, it was just interesting, and they, they like totally not totally stumbled upon it but they basically flipped into like bullet time and stuff like that as well like mm. their idea was that they wanted it's usually what happens in it uh, they, they wanted slow motion when someone died so the idea was that everyone would run, run in real time but you would get some slow motion like when you killed an enemy mm-hmm. which fair enough but uh, a guy that was uh, sort of helping them with it he had a look and watched this and went this is too cool, you need to do this, you need to figure out a way to implement this into the game. And so they then come up with the idea of, like, could we make it so that you could press a button to do this? And then, aye, it sort of went from there. So it was aye, it was an interesting watch. It was only, like, maybe 45, 50 minutes. Mm. But uh, maybe stick a link for it in the 
in the show notes because I like you'd really like it. Like it's it's dead interesting. It goes all the way up to Max Payne three as well. Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, another thing I didn't include this in the news, but there was plenty of stuff from that came out on PSVR two over the last week, and like. I don't know. I just the reason I didn't put it in the news was because I don't really think it's news. Like they were announcing that stuff like you know how in the Oculus Quest, if you you set out your play area like mm-hmm. inside it, and then also if you just walk through to another room, it automatically switches so that you can see through the camera and you can walk about with the thing in your head. Like they were oh, basically, cool. uh, they were basically announcing that they've got that in it, and they're like. And like there was lots of even like big websites that were acting like holy shit, look at this, and you're like, it's been in fucking every VR headset for fucking three years, but they just didn't seem to know. So I didn't include it in the news because I didn't think it was news. But aye, some folk were. I've just had a hullabaloo about it. I've just had an idea. Could I get my walking treadmill and get my VR headset on and have some fun? Sounds like it's got danger written all over it. Does not it? I mean, I'm I get dizzy the best of times, but I, mean, I think it's because because I'm stu- I know that my, my body knows it stood still, so that's why I feel dizzy. But if I'm actually walking, maybe it would work. I think it would only work if you got one of those like three sixty degree treadmills, which would obviously mm. cost fucking thousands. Where you're like proper strapped in, like, mm, aye, like yeah. the one from uh, Ready Player One. Aye. Yeah. Like they do have them down in England for VR experiences and stuff like that, so you can properly walk about. Why not Although in Scotland? They copied that from an old film, a very old film called Robot Jocks. Alright. Right? This was a film that I rented a lot when I was younger. Right. It's basically big guys go into big massive robots and in the cockpit they're hooked in visor on all this, obviously. Uh, but how they walk about is that exact thing you see in Ready mm-hmm. Player One. Mm-hmm. It's a square, and they can move and they're hooked in, harnessed in, mm-hmm. and they can move about. But the ro- big robots fight one-on-one for control of areas in the world. So, like, US, well, Russia and America would fight each other with these two robots. Realistic. Instead of going to war. Aye, well, instead of, <laughs> instead of going to war, the science fiction film... <laughs> Say it was fucking true to life based on true events. Right, so we're about fucking a month away from putting into a giant mech and trying to take everybody on. Square go. Instead of a war, though, that's what we do. They would have the two big mechs fight, and it was just as a kid, it was fucking cool as fuck because these two big mechs were fighting each other. Aye. It was awesome, but that was like 1985. Yeah. They, had, they had that idea, and I, I know for a fact that people who produced. Ready Player One and all that, they've seen that. Oh, aye, they've been influenced. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. There was some other interesting VR stuff as well, so I don't think we spoke about this last week, but the Oculus Quest 2 has went up in price. Oh, yeah, it has. 100 quid. 100 pound. So, we're saying, like, I think this is one of the first examples of, like, technology that's been out for a couple of years getting a permanent price increase. So like beforehand, uh, so be- beforehand, like everything, the one hundred twenty eight gig model was three hundred pound, and the two hundred fifty six gig model was four hundred pound. So, but now both versions are going up a hundred quid permanently, mm-hmm. and so I saw like quite a few people were saying it was all over Twitter. People going, "Oh, this is brilliant for PlayStation! Like they're going to 
they'll be able to now release the PSVR 2 and mop up because it'll be so much cheaper. I'm like, I don't, I don't so. think so. They'll put theirs up. They will. They'll fucking have to. Every, like, everything, everything's going up so it costs for them fucking up. It's not as if it doesn't hit them as well. Well, that's the thing. It's it's not like Oculus haven't put the price up. Like Facebook haven't put the price up just for the fucking sake of it. They've put the price up because it's costing them more to make it. Yeah. So they're having to now charge more for it. And PlayStation have to do the same. Like There was an interview with a higher up at PlayStation earlier in the week and they refused to rule out a permanent price increase for the PlayStation 5. So how they think this means something good for PSVR 2, mm. what it means is that PSVR 2, like PlayStation will be looking going, we can now easily sell PSVR 2 for £400 and no one will say fucking end to us. Yeah. Whereas before they, they might be... have been going, for, we might have to try and sell this for 300 Yeah. We can now maybe hold doing... off a wee bit Aye. and get a couple of sales out there look at a lower level and then increase it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and speaking of PlayStation as well, you ever heard of the company Backbone? So they make like third-party like controllers and stuff like that, and they've now announced, you know those controllers you get where you put your phone into? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've announced an official deal with PlayStation to make one of them for the PS, well, I suppose PlayStation streaming uh, for iPhone. And it looks quite cool, but the one thing that's strange when you look at it, it's got offset sticks like the Xbox. Oh, yeah. Up and down a wee bit. Aye. And, like, I find, I mean, obviously you've had plenty of third-party stuff like that before. Like, if you prefer the Xbox offset sticks, you can get a third-party controller. You don't notice it as much when you're just playing. No, definitely not. But like, I'm wondering. Like, I think this might be the first officially licensed PlayStation thing that's got offset sticks. I'm surprised, like, because PlayStation uh, have been really married been... to the uh, sort of symmetry. Aye, <laughs> and it's strange that PlayStation didn't go. You need to fucking you need to move that. Yeah. If this is an official product, you fucking need to move that. Mm. But they didn't, and so that's interesting. I mean, maybe I don't know ergonomically, like they've done more studies and realised actually that it's for this type of controller. Yeah. I maybe it's the best way to work it. Yeah. Perhaps. Um, just an update as well from Castles. You might have heard us talk a few weeks ago about the hangover pill. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. So, verdict after his first use was not too bad, not too bad. However, he took it when he was day drinking and he said he wasn't that drunk and then so it didn't work. But on his first official, I'm getting smashed, situ, didn't work. Aye, he, he basically crawled in here on Sunday and was like, that, that fucking pill doesn't work. Because I told you it's about dehydration. I don't see how a pill was going to help with that. That's the thing, there's been, there was been, I say studies with quotation marks, but there was like the lights of the Guardian and stuff like that were doing stuff and they were like, aye, it works for the most part. And I'm like, I bet you fucking can't drink anybody under a table, mate. Yeah. Like, Castles went out and had a fucking session. And maybe that's the thing. Maybe like it, it helps. Uh, it helps within limits, and he's just not the fucking limit. <laughs> <laughs> but he, yeah. when he came in here the other night, he was he he looked like a man that a pill hadn't worked on. Mm-hmm. And he's probably drank a lot because he's a big guy. Ah, he's drank so a lot. So it takes a lot for him to be drunk. I imagine. Aye. Aye. I don't mean that in a bad way. He's just fucking like he's like seven foot and he's built. You know what I mean? He's just. Exactly. Takes a lot more than the normal person to get him drunk, I imagine. Aye, so fuck your hangover pill. Pure Dead Gaming does not recommend. We do not. We do not endorse. 
And one last thing. Drink um, some water. <laughs> exactly, I drink water, the best fucking hangover pill. I should probably take that advice. Although I don't drink just, alcohol. Just so drink water right. before you go to your bed. And then continue when you get up in the morning. That's all you need to do. Depends how much you drink, but... I, just, honestly, it's it's the solution. You, you take a couple of paracetamol and drink as much water as you physically can before you go to bed, before you, like, your body's going to bust with too much water intake. Do you, walk, do you wake up pit, like having pissed to bed? You might, but <laughs> you'll, you'll feel better. You'll pissed out all the poison. <laughs> I uh, one last thing I didn't put in the news as well was um, there's been more talk about uh, Square Enix getting uh, punted to PlayStation. Like, remember we spoke about that a while yeah, ago, yeah. and I just didn't include it in the news because we fucking make, talked about it. It's going to happen. Make games exclusive for, for them anyway. Well, that's the thing. I they, so they do like at the moment, like like so the next Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Seven Part Two. They're only coming to PlayStation, so. They've got a pretty decent agreement with them already, but it does look like the reason why they sold off like their Western developers, like um, Square Enix Montreal and stuff like that, and all the Tomb Raider franchise, is because they're probably going to sell to PlayStation. Like It does seem like it's going to happen, but I didn't put it in the news because we already spoke about it, and there was more stuff came out mm-hmm. as if it might be coming, but I think it's going to happen anyway, so I don't see the point in just talking about it all the time. Are we talking about, when I get a chance to look, are we talking about FIFA this week in the news? I didn't put it in news, but we do need, that was one thing we do need to talk about. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, well, they were talking, I read a few articles and they were talking about, is this going to be free free, free to play? Mm. Just because of eFootball. Right. And they, I think the conclusion was it's not going to be no. because there's so many different features right. that I can't see them putting this out for, for free. But there's been a few videos lately, and there's been a career mode one that was released today. I saw, I, well, I saw um, that it came out. The, uh, it's minimal changes in it. Well, there's, it seems like quite a lot of changes to be a pro mode. Right. Then there's a new menu, which doesn't look that new. Right. And I fucking hate when the menus don't look new. <sighs> it really upsets me. It is a wee bit, but I was still like pausing it and going, I could tell where I am. Aye. You know what I mean? Um, I love when they mix up the menus like it's been like fucking nine years but th- that's Different the reason they don't so you know where you're going instinctively um, and what else you can use managers now like Tuchel you can have him as the manager of Chelsea right okay or you can have him as the manager of your wee shitty club that you create you know right I mean? okay so you can have you can take control of real managers uh, and what was the other stuff just to do all the kind of AI you know that kind of this seems a bit I don't know I think it's like we said I think there's going to be a lot more changes next year very surface level changes it seems like anyway I would watch the video go into our Instagram or on the YouTube page it's on the YouTube page folks at the the end of the day it's going to like the gameplay at this point is most important I think Mm -hmm. like although we do want lots of changes to career mode like it's not like it's a bad mode. Like I know it gets a lot of shit because it doesn't change a lot, and there is certainly a lot of stuff they could add to it. But it's a pretty fucking robust, decent mode. Huh? Like I'm, just, I just hope the gameplay catches up. Things like um, I, personally, I'd like stats and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I would like a lot more of that. And surely there's a means of 
they probably capture that data somewhere in the game anyway. So, so let's see it. Just let's see it. Let's see stuff like if you're playing a career mode, uh, how many how many goals has my guy uh, scored overall? Yeah. And if he moves club, his stats still go up. Not and and tells you he played for Chelsea and now he's with Inter. And that's so many goals and assists with Inter. Just yeah. Stuff like that, so you can build storylines in your head and Aye, stuff like that. See people's form before you buy them and stuff Aye, like that. Exactly. Stuff like that would be really cool. Like, I, I think we'll get, like, one of the things I've always wanted, and I get why it hasn't happened, is, like, remember years ago you used to be able to, every year, at the beginning of every season, you had a choice between sponsors. three sponsors. Aye. It was so, it was so nothing. It I really know. was. But still, like, I always just wanted whatever one you chose next season, you to have their sponsor on your top. That would never happen, though. But you're I absolutely know. right. Uh-huh. But it would be fucking cool. But you could and you could change like how much money went into the stadium or yeah. youth. And all I give us stuff. some, give us some more options uh-huh. like that. Yeah. And maybe we will get that once it goes turns into EA Sports Football FC Super Bipper. Uh, this is the last one, <laughs> FIFA Twenty Three. Yeah, one one can hope. Yeah, super duper indeed. Uh, we have one little question from listener Andy who said, whatever happened to Dead Island 2? I remember many saying it would be re-revealed soon and could even release this summer, but it all seems to have gone quiet. It's dead. Mm, see what you did there. But I, is it actually dead? No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. There was like, around about like May or June, there was loads of rumours come out saying that it was basically done and that they were going to re-reveal it and then release it like the next month and stuff like that and then nothing's mm. ever fucking happened so I don't know I don't know whether they've once again decided that it's fucking not good enough or <laughs> I don't know it's been a while since we've seen it yeah or they get play tested and it just didn't play very well it's had about five different developers so I can't see it being good no you can't you can't have something I'm mean, imagine trying to draw something and you have five different people come at it nah it's just not going to turn out very well at all. Yeah, yeah. it's one mm. thing if like each time it was restarted, but it wasn't. Yeah. It was the, they were no, given like, what we've done so far, and they had to keep going. Aye. And it's like, well, we've got a different way of approaching it, and they'll just do what you can. Bang, they'll do stuff, and then they'll be like, "This isn't working." See him again. Another studio comes in. We've got a way of doing this. Just yeah. try your best. Bang, it's not working. It's just the way it's probably went. I would, I would be like. Just start again. I know. You're probably better that way. At a certain point, though, they're going to have to just put it out because they must have spent a fucking fortune on it I by know, now. It's the money they'll be thinking about. Aye. And the thing Trying is, to recoup something. it's like, it's not going to live up to... Uh, dying Light. Dying Light. It's not going to... Uh, it's not going to... Re- like, Techland made the first Dead Island and while it wasn't perfect by any means like they then perfected it with Dead Island uh, sorry Dead Island yeah. fucking hell Dying Light <laughs> and then they did well with Dying Light too. and when this comes out, out it's going to get compared to it and it's yeah. going to get compared unfavourably yeah because it's probably going to be a similar game without parkour and parkour if, if the world uh-huh. has taught us anything it's that parkour is cool nah, it's like parkour is easy and everyone knows how to do it nah. <laughs> Parkour. I almost never use stairs. Mind the office, the, the American <laughs> office. <laughs> He's just rolling about. Parkour, parkour. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Okay, let's turn to games that we've played this week. Then you want to go first? Me. I'll go first. Cyberpunk. Yes. <laughs> Still playing it. 
I'm getting near, I'm getting near the end though because I've got to one mission where it come up saying if you go any further you can't go past Aye. this point. So one of the stories is about to end. So I pulled back mm. and went and done some side stuff again. So I'm getting there. Yeah. Maybe next week, maybe. Mm. <laughs> maybe. Every time, every time the game gets brought up, I just want to go back and play it. Like it, it makes me. Don't be wrong. I yeah, love that we fact we get so many good games, but at the same point, I do miss those times when it was like. Remember, you used to get the times to catch up. We've spoken about this recently before, but remember in the summer you used to be utterly barren, mm-hmm. and if you'd missed anything, it was like I don't know, like there was three good games come out in November, so maybe mm-hmm. you hadn't had a chance to play Assassin's Creed at launch, and then you were like, oh, but I can get it in February because fuck all happens in February. Aye, and no, now, there's nothing. <laughs> There's no time I at know. all. It's fucking wild. Like, August used to be one of those months as well. Nah. But we'll speak about that later. That's fucking chalk. <laughs> yeah, so if you listen to our July Afterlife episode, which came out on Monday, then you might have heard Ben from Grumpy Gamers talk about Endling Extinction is Forever. Um, after he didn't have talk about it, I was kind of quite interested, so I picked it up. Um, and yeah, it's... It's lovely. <laughs> it's got, I don't know, just beautiful graphics, well-polished animations. Um, the basis of the game's story is that you are the last fox in the world and you're looking for a safe place to care for your little cubs, which are so cute. Um, I but- must I must say, I went out the house to get a bar of chocolate for you mm-hmm. and I came back, so you must have been 10 minutes into the game and you'd lost one of the four cubs already. Right, but that's part of the game. I have lost one. Mm-hmm. But th- I've, got, I've still got the other three. Right. So and still get free. <laughs> Tell that to the police when they come to the door. <laughs> well, officer, a seventy-five percent of my kids are fine. Uh, yeah, I'll still get free. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's like humans or enemies and stuff in the world, like trying to like destroy your habitats where you like your little nests and uh, stuff. That's what us humans are um, like. Shout out but, I mean, it's it's got a, like a nice message to it as well because it is that kind of environmental mm. kind of like, what we are doing to the world and, you know, think about it from a fox's perspective. Like, there's one bit, like, you've got to, like, it's almost like a, I don't know, I mean, you a Tamagotchi. You've got to go to actually, like, get food and feed your cubs and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, you're, like, reading, like, bins and things. Um, and, like, at one point... Did you find Ryan in there? No. Nope. Did you find me? <laughs> Was I just cutting about in the bin? <laughs> Having a fucking party! <laughs> no, but I got a plastic bag wrapped around my neck. Oh, that's dangerous. Exactly. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. So. This game sounds a bit grim, doesn't it? I don't know. Everything's going all right. All of a sudden, you're getting fucking choked by a plastic bag. Yeah, I was okay, though. And I've been caught a few times in the, like, bear trap things. Mm. With the claws, but... Bloody humans. I know. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I'm really enjoying it so far. It's like a, I don't know, a small Spanish indie studio that have made it. But I don't know. I just think they've, like, found a really interesting and interactive way to kind of make people aware of yeah like damage that humans cause on the planet and yeah mm. I don't know it's spot quite well what was that old cartoon again that made everybody cry what was that again the fox and the hound no it's a really old one Bambi no the Lion King it's a British I it's a British one and it's drawn quite old schooly oh <laughs> The, oh, it's no Fern Gully. That's a proper Disney one. I thought that was a person. Oh, Watership Down. That's it. What? <laughs> Fucking Watership Down. Jesus Christ. 
thought I, I don't even know what you're talking about. You can't watch that. It's you sad, cannot watch that film. Is it sad on that bit in the Lion King? It's up yeah. there with it. I think Fox and the Hound is a pretty, pretty bad one. I it? just avoid all that pish. It's up there with uh, yeah. Lion King. I can't watch that either. I'd love to watch the Lion King again because I think that is a brilliant film. But I know I'll be in stitches watching it, and then I'll get angry. I'll get angry with Scar and I'll want to hurt somebody. <laughs> You're out in the fucking woods trying to find something to damage. Fuck's sake. <laughs> and then... You'll be in that game trying to fucking what, do it in the fox. Watership down as well. It's just, oh, God. So brutal. Yeah, Sounds like I'm glad I've never heard of this. Aye, no way. Yeah, so, yeah. Endling, very good. The only thing I maybe would say, it is quite a short game and the price tag at the moment is like £25. Right. So it's probably one that, I don't know, I'd maybe... Wait for a sale. Wait. Yeah. Okay. That'd be my recommendation. And I can't remember if we spoke about this last week. We finished As Dusk Falls. Did we talk about that? Or had we not finished it yet? We hadn't finished it. Ah, okay. But we can't really say much more about it because it's all story based and I don't yeah. like ruin it. It's good though. It's good. You should check you'd like it, Andy, you could check it out. Um well, it's that one that's got like the stop animation. And it's like almost like I don't know if they actually call it stop animation, I think they do. But it's like a telltale game almost where you're making decisions and it's like in six parts, but they all come out at once. Each one's maybe an hour. What's it called? As Dusk Falls. Uh, it was in the, oh, uh, uh, it was in the recent showcase. It went came to Xbox uh, Game Pass, and yeah. it's good. It's I really liked it. I really liked it. Like I can't, I can't you can't really talk but about, about story based games. Yeah. The whole thing's story based. Like I, we spoke about it last week, and we said that we thought the stop animation would be an issue for us, and it wasn't. I actually really liked it. It was a plus for me. Yeah. Um, took a wee bit of getting used to it. At first, you were kind of like, mm, I don't know. But if you stick with it, I think yeah. I think you would like it. Yeah. And. It's up there in terms of stories. Like, I wouldn't say that the ending completely knocks it out of the park, but it's not a bad ending. Yeah, but then you also could have had a different ending to what we got. Aye, we looked up it's after, and there's, ones, there's multiple so, endings, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, no, that was really good. It's a very old school way of doing stuff, isn't it? Mm. Stop motion. Mm. Yeah, and but it wasn't all that. There was certain bits that did move fluidly. Like, you would, they would they'd get into a car, and the car would drive away normally and stuff mm. like that, so... It was an interesting way of doing it. It was good, I And I don't know, the characters all felt like they had real motivations and they felt mm. like they didn't just feel like, oh, here comes the angry guy, here comes the pushover. Like, they all seemed like they had, like, I don't know, Complex they were multi-layered, I Yeah, it was no, good. I'm just like, there's, I, like you said, yeah. stereotypical. All one-dimensional. Like, yeah. They did seem pretty good. Uh, yeah. What have I been playing? Played a wee bit more God of War. Nothing to report on that. As Dusk Falls, nothing to report. I played that multiverses game. The one that's like Smash Brothers, but with what I were like Warner Brothers folk in it. It's okay. It's I don't know. I, like it's doing really well. It's free to play on everything, so it's gonna do pretty well. And by all accounts, by people that like Smash Brothers, it's fucking really responsive gameplay. It's well-balanced, it's good, they're going to add loads more characters over time. I think it's going to be fucking massive, but it's just not my type of game. Like, it just... I'm sure if you're really skillful at it, there is a lot of skill involved, but it just felt like four people on a screen thumping two different buttons, jump and attack and special. 
and hoping for the best. And half the time there's so much going on the screen, you're like, where the fuck is my guy? <laughs> so not really for me. Uh give it two games and then uninstalled it. But I think it will be big, like for that kind of player base. Uh Detroit Become Human, been playing that again. Uh, we did we started a game club. Callum started it on the Discord and so we've said we'd play a certain amount each week and then discuss the story points. So I'd played up to chapter eight and still loving it. Like I played it at launch and loved it then and every bit is good now. The one thing I would say is it looks fucking brilliant. I think it has had some sort of patch, but see, even like it looks like a PlayStation 5 game. Like, uh, it always looked quite decent, didn't it? I did, I, but you just think, like, I don't know, when did it come out? 2018? You'd think four years later, does it look as well as you remember? But fucking aye, it does. It looks really fucking good, and it plays really well. And again, that's another one, like, I really like those David Cage games, where the, it always feels like there's so much going on, and it feels like your choices matter. So I, I really like it, um, again. Um, and then, just before we started... We played, what was that game called? War Gods. God of Warning. No, that's what came up. That's what was on the splash screen. The guy uh, came up, God of Warning, but it was actually called War Child. What was it called? Something ludicrous anyway. And it cost him £2. It did. It was called War Gods Zeus of Child. And someone somehow managed to get this thing fucking released on Xbox. I don't know how it got through certification. It won't be there for long. No, that's why I got it quickly, because it's getting pulled. Like, it's definitely getting fucking pulled. If it gets pulled, do you still have the You'll still have access to it, aye. That's Uh, why he snatched up this classic. Aye. (laughs) And so, I mean, it's not... Like, games have been pulled for a lot less, because it's not as if the guy looks like Kratos, it fucking is Kratos in it. Like, there's nothing different about it. And you're basically in an arena, and these really shit-looking monsters come at you, and you've got three different attacks, and every time you take one down, you get one extra on your counter. And then you just kill as many people as you can until you die. And then it says, game over. Here's your high score. And it's not even... It's not a game. The game over is like... Splash screen is graphically good it's no like, and the color palette doesn't fit either i could make it on paint you know what i mean well i think that's perhaps what's happened mm-hmm. but it's just weird that it was released and it's even weirder that it doesn't have achievements what's that about you know what i mean mm. you fucking come here expecting an easy thousand g for this rip-off game and they've got nothing <laughs> shout of bastards i feel like you're almost trying to sell this to people do not purchase this game but it's like, i'm telling you by the time this fucking podcast goes live that will not be available no. Craig will put a let's play on the I'll put on the YouTube a, I'll put a wee video of it but do not pay two pounds I just can't believe it was released I can't believe somebody didn't go that's a lawsuit because uh, it fucking that's is happened, Aye, of course it is but is it somebody at Xbox that's making this decision who you know maybe doesn't have a Playstation and they thought this is a good fucking substitute <laughs> well know. maybe we don't have God of War but <laughs> I present to you the opposite. Zeus of God child. Of warning. Fucking dreadful. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think that's pretty much all I've been playing apart from... A wee bit of Hitman. A wee bit of Hitman, yeah. I played more of that new island that they released. And it's, what I said last week, it's fucking great. Mm-hmm. It's good. They released, it's a free map and it's every bit the quality of the original maps that's there. It's mad that they put it out for free because it must have taken them fucking ages to make it. 
unlike Zeus of Child. Uh, but yeah, no, that's really good as well. And all the other stuff I've been ta- I've been playing, I'll I'll discuss in a wee section later on. Oh, don't tease mm. us! Don't Christ. tease us! Yeah. That's gonna go for a nap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then let's move ahead to this week's news. News, news! I was believing the news. We are bringing you the news. Your digging team. We've actually got some news this week. I feel like it has been a little bit light recently, but... You know. It usually starts to pick up around about now. Some stuff's happened. So, first up, we always like to talk about GTA on this podcast, and this week is no ex- exception. Grand Theft Auto 6 will have two playable characters, one of which a female is a female of Latina origin, a new Bloomberg report claims. Penned by Jason Schreier, the game's story is said to be influenced by bank robbers Bonnie and Clyde. Rockstar is being careful not to, quote, punch down to marginalised groups of society as the firm tries to do better when compared to past instalments in the blockbuster franchise. This will be the first time a GTA game includes a playable female lead since the PC version of the original. Additionally, the report says Rockstar plans to update GTA 6 with new missions and cities, quote, on a regular basis. More interiors are part of the game than any other instalment and the current plan is for the map to cover Miami and its surrounding areas. Those interviews for, interviewed for the piece say a firm release date hasn't been set internally but they expect the game to be at least two years away. Oh well, put it in the back of your mind. It's 2025 all day. All day, well, I think. We talked about this ad nauseum, didn't we? We knew it was going to be a... A woman Aye. protagonist. Yeah. Aye, so they've went the talk has two characters, one male, one female. Great, that sounds good. Cool. There's lots of like ch- chat just now, like, is GTA becoming woke? Because like in these comments they have said that they're gonna try and do better about like I don't know, taking the piss out of like at the point they said like marginalised communities and stuff like that. But like the thing with GTA that was always good was they took the piss out of fucking everybody. Aye, uh, there was no uh, aye, it was like oh, sar- sarcasm. It was yeah. and there was nobody escaped it. Exactly. And I think I always think that's fine. Like reminds me of like Frankie Boyle. Like he gets away with some fucking some stuff because he takes the piss out of fucking everybody and nobody's off limits. And so like I get him to write it. Like if Hauser's gone, fucking get Frankie in to no, do some of the Frank. lines. That'd be all right. It's like South Park as well, you know what I mean? They get away with it because they fucking take the piss out of it, they? You worry that he's not there because you worry about the how much of the kind of... What's the word? This sad... You know how, like, they have all the adverts and they just, like... But it's, like, satirising yeah. the, the world in a way. Did that all come from his... Brain. Well, that's the worry. How much of it was all him? Because, aye, that could be a proper issue. Aye, or was it the team as well? You know what I mean? And so, how much of a turnover has there been as well? Like, we don't know, and we're not going to know for fucking ages. <laughs> but, like, I just want them not to go into this worried about upsetting folk, because that's what GTA has been this whole time. It's been this sort of, fuck you, we'll do what we want. And, like telling it like it is. Ah, you don't want them to then go into their shell and I don't know, I, th- I feel like it would lose something if they did. Yeah. Um, 
but yes, it's apparently early plans were that it was going to have four protagonists instead of two, and there was going to be three cities. But then as times went on, they've went, right, this is fucking aye, too ambitious. We're not going to get away with this. We'll need to scale it down. And so their plan is to release it with Miami, two characters. And then I think they were saying about like adding cities as it goes on, which sounds cool, but it depends how they do it. Like, is this all they just going to be, to is this that. all going to be online fucking they stuff? They don't need to do that because look, they're going to build a world that in itself is going to be big, mm-hmm. right? And then they can do what they've done with, uh, is it this one or the one before? I can't remind you, but like the Lost in the Damned and the Bar of the Aye, Aye. Those exp- expansion packs kind of like came from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. So because they were like, oh, the Lost in the Damned were on bikes and it chose a different part of the map. It felt so different. That you didn't really use a lot of in the main story. Mm-hmm. It felt like a totally different game to yeah. me. And so did the Bar of the Gay Tony because that was more set in the big city bit Mm -hmm. and the clubs and stuff and again it felt like a even though it's in the same city it felt like a totally different perspective it was so cool that's what they need to do they don't need need to go to the effort of building a whole new fucking island you just need to like take a bit of this island and go didn't they really use this part over here go and use it and then utilise it you know what I mean and give us some expansion packs because there's no way the map's not going to be big enough. You know it's going to be big enough. Aye. And the fact that they're saying here in the release that it's going to have lots more interiors, like, that's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. That's what I want, yeah, to be able yeah, to go yeah. into more buildings yeah. and, like, aye, the world to feel more dense. I so... don't just feel hollow, though. Like, yeah. actually have a reason to go into them. Mm, I suppose you think of, like, the Miami Strip. You want to be able to go into, like the clubs and the you exactly, know what I, mean? yeah. I imagine you could do that at night and yeah. then they're all jumping yeah. you know, or you go in during the day and it's just like, like families eating yeah. uh, dinner and stuff but then at night it's do 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 look that'd be awesome man. I know you did have a wee bit of that in GTA 5 mm. like but it was it was very but it limited was like, it's always like selected buildings like if you've got a whole strip that Aye. you can like, you know yeah. other than houses you know you can potentially go into every building and stuff like, Aye, that'd be awesome yeah. Yeah. You do wonder as well, like, they're talking about, I don't know, like, GTA inherently is offensive. Like, it just is. Like, you can go, I mean, it it depends. It's like a sandbox, obviously, so you can do whatever you want to do. But if you fucking turn on GTA 5 and now and go, I want to be a mass murderer, you can do it. And you can just start fucking mowing folk down, get out with a rocket launcher, kill everybody on the street. And so... How can they make GTA 6 and still allow you to do all that, but then go, aye, but um, we can't... Guns uh, are bad. But, but we, we, you can do all that, but we can't uh, make a joke about white people or Mexicans or the Chinese or... Do you know what I mean? Like, how can you say we're going to do better with this, but then you can still be a fucking mass murderer? Like, it's total... Aye. It's, it's nonsense. They'll just, they'll just end up... I think they'll just end up doing what they usually do. I hope so. It'd probably just talk to kind of keep people at bay. But we'll, yeah. we'll try We'll try no be as offensive. And then all the politicians are like, oh, that's good. We go to them. We go to them. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, not really. Wait till it gets released. And then and that, you'll see. And that's the thing as well. Like Historically, before a Grand Theft Auto game, you don't really see that much content. Like, for GTA 4 and 5, pre-release, they don't show you th- as much as a lot of games do. Mm. And so, like you say, they could just do that and be like, they fucking won't know until it's out, and by that time, everybody's going to love it, so up you. Yeah, true. 
Okay, right, let's just get all the Tomb Raider news out, shall we? So first up on the big screen, any future films currently are in limbo after MGM has let the rights lapse. This means that Alicia Vikander is out and so a new Lara is likely to be cast whenever a film is greenlit. In some better news though, while we knew a Tomb Raider game was on the cards, we now have some more details thanks to a casting script that was leaked to The Last Stand Media's Colin Moriarty. The game is codenamed Jawbreaker and will be grounded with fantasy elements. Uh-oh. There is apparently no family drama and Lara will be an experienced reader of the old tombs that struggles with loneliness. And according to the casting call, Lara won't be lonely for the whole journey though as, quote, this role involves romantic scenes with another female character. It does get lonely in those tombs. Mm. I would imagine. I don't like the fantasy bullshit in no. They said something about the fucking like lasers shooting in the, the tombs, and I'm like, oh, fuck off. What? I prefer. No. The, in one hand, they're saying it's grounded, but then they're saying fantasy elements, and I'm like, no. those two don't go together. No. Like, it's one of it's the. It's one of the. When you've other. got like stone statues that like, all of a sudden become possessed and then they start moving, and it's like, fuck off, and that shit. I want just real life and then puzzle solving. And the treasure. Aye. <laughs> I did find it interesting. So, obviously, they've, they've not more than hinted. They've basically, I mean, this was leaked, so it wasn't supposed to come out for consumption. But in the casting call, they're basically saying that in this adaptation of Tomb Raider, that Lara Croft will be a lesbian. Mm. And I was like, at first, when I heard that, I was like, my instant thought was, oh, I don't like that they're changing the Lara Croft character. But then I thought about it and I was like, has she ever been romantically no, involved with a man in any of the games? Other no, than like, right. like the depiction in films, yes, but no, uh-huh. in film, you need that in a film. Aye. Um, in, in the film she has, but seeing the games, she could have always been a lesbian. Like, it, I think I just thought that in my head because in the, in the games you've always got men leering over her but she's never shown an interest so it's she's not as if they're the really point of the mission or whatever aye, so it's not as if they're really changing anything like it felt like a change for the character but it's probably not like i know certainly like i mean me and you andy we were certainly of the age where we were probably two of the people leering over her <laughs> in 1996 <laughs> were big cone tits i know like uh embarrassingly yeah, I mean, if you think back to that, like that, that did influence us as eleven-year-old boys becoming men, didn't it? I mean, maybe there were like there was a rumor that you could see her boobs and the like, naked patch. I sat for hours, and then we're like, I mean, I hadn't even did the naked patch. Come on, like, mm-hmm. what's the no, point? No, no, really. Hi, but that was in PC. Seeing PlayStation, there was a rumor that if you went into the her the mansion and then went to the swimming pool, oh, there was right. a certain code you could enter that would remove her clothes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was in magazines at the time and all sorts, but it was total bullshit. You couldn't. Oh, we were but the hours. fucking hours that I spent <laughs> trying to do that. You're like, doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. I want to see your touch. You were convinced that you were doing it wrong. <laughs> and like that's the thing. Like you, you think about it now, and I'm like, Tomb Raider hit at the exact time. I mean, even though she was just like a such a low polygon thing. I know, like, at the time like I was like polygons. I know. At the time I was like, fucking hell, Lara Croft. Like oh, I yeah. mean, like oh, look at you, a three polygon chat. You, you think a, about it like triangle. see if see if it'd been the other way around and it was Uncharted that released in 1996 and Tomb Raider in 2007. Like you might have never had a chance for me, Jess. I could have been off down a completely different path. But Lara Croft brought me from a boy to a man. 
<laughs> one polygon at a time. What do you make of the the movie situ in the bit of limbo? Like, it's I'm... a shame. I would have liked a sequel to that. Two thousand and eighteen. Not been a fan of the movies. I liked the uh, old Angelina Jolie ones. Same. The vibe Same. of those fit more for me rather than going a bit too realistic, which yeah. they did with the uh, Alicia Lassie. Uh, I quite liked it though. I thought it was. I don't know, I thought it was quite good. But at the same mm. point, they can so easily just recast it. It does not fucking matter. Really I've said doesn't. this before, but I think Jessica Biel was the exact look of the new character model for Lara Croft. Yeah. But she's getting too old now. Mm. Well, I suppose, I don't know. But when they like when they redid Lara Croft in 2013, like I remember at the time just when they brought that game out, going, fucking hell, they've modelled that after her. Right. And then they did the film, and I was like, strange that they're not using her. Because she had done action films at the time, but not to be. Okay, next up, Anna Purner held a digital event last Thursday, and while we didn't find everything noteworthy, there were some key announcements. So, what remains of Edith Finch has received a free native PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series upgrade. However, if you got the PS4 version from PS Plus, it will not upgrade, Soz. Thursday, Sitters was also shown off with a demo available now on Steam. It's a stylish, story-driven adventure that unfolds through turn-based battles, skateboarding and cooking. And The Lost Wild got a short trailer. It's an immersive and cinematic first-person survival horror dinosaur game that captures the reverence and terror of nature's most magnificent beast. That fucking Lost Wild trailer. Looks cool. It looks fucking amazing. Like, apparently, when I looked it up, there'd been a trailer for it about a year ago. I don't ever remember this. It looks fucking incredible. It's like... We saw about 15 seconds ah, of yeah, a cinematic it, it was It was short, but it looks like Alien Isolation with dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. It looks fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, it's made by a small studio, so you're like, can they pull it off? But the graphics looked incredible. And it just looked like you had to basically run and hide, and you were like in a sort of island filled with fucking dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. I'm all in that. Yeah. It looks fucking excellent. And it's only been announced for PC at the moment, but someone said that to the developer, went, oh, is it only coming to PC? And they were like, don't be so sure. So it's getting a console release, which is cool. But uh, the other game I had played, I left it till now, was that What Remains of Edith Finch. Um, I started that, and it's like a walking simulator. Yeah, I started as well and got a bit bored it. I don't know, like... I I get a lot of flack on Discord because I hadn't played it. Um, one of the guys, Chris, he loves it, um, and it isn't usually my type of game. So I was like, oh, I need to get on this. I've been putting it off, uh, so I played it. I've played maybe half an hour so far, and it's all right. I don't know. There's like the whole so the whole thing is you're this girl Edith Finch, and you're going back to your family house. Uh, to find out what happened to all the different members of your family and so there's different like gameplay elements for each member and you've got to like uncover puzzles to find out what happened to I think there's maybe like 10 or 11 different people so I think I've done like three or four and some are fun and some are so fucking up their own ass. like I don't want to go into spoilers or anything like that but there was a couple of them that I was just like this is just fuck off like it's this arty farty shit but then the one I did, the last one I did was one that sort of turned into almost, it was done in like a comic book style and it was like almost like a kind of horror and that was really cool. So I, I like it, I do like it, um, but I've still got quite a few to go so I don't know how it'll pan out, but there was a few, there was a couple at the beginning that was like, 
I don't know about this. But then it was starting to pull it back after. So I'll keep playing more of that. Finish it for next week. Okay, next up, Frogwares has announced it's remaking the 2007 PC Nintendo Wii title Sherlock Holmes The Awakened. It will be a complete overhaul that doesn't use any assets or code from the original game, which was a crossover between the Sherlock Holmes universe and Lovecraft's Cthulhu, Cthulhu. I think. You've played played these games, did you know? Were you not fans of these? I've played quite a few, aye. Um, Yeah, well, so there's been quite a lot of them, maybe like four, five maybe. Um, And I liked the older ones. They were quite, like, linear, which was quite cool. And, like, I don't know, you just had to focus on solving the crime and you could go right. to the crime scene you could come back to his house there was different locations but they were all quite condensed and quite small and so you couldn't end up too far off the beaten path right. and they were about five hours long but then they brought out one at the tail end of last year and it was called Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1 and it was like a younger Sherlock Holmes and stuff like that but they made it sort of open world and I wasn't as big a fan of that and I've never I've not finished it to be fair but it was like I don't know they're a small studio and so they just didn't have the budget to make an open world, and so a lot of it was just bare as fuck. And they had like tapped it out so that it was like a twenty-five hour story, and I'm like, mm. I don't need this sort of fucking length of this. Like, I, I preferred the five hours. Um, so them going back and remaking one of their older games, aye, perfect. Yeah. So they've said like there's new gameplay mechanics related to investigations that will be introduced, and there'll be new side quests as well. Um, and I think the story itself is also kind of going under like a complete overhaul. So well, hopefully it's not to pad it out by twenty more hours. Well, yeah. Um, and the UI will be dramatically different, and the the camera they've ch- the third person camera has been changed as well, and there'll be new English voiceovers as well. Some of the in the older games, some of the voiceover work was suspect. Mm. It felt almost like, remember that episode of Frasier when Niles plays about seven different voices in the radio uh, reenactment? felt like that. <laughs> um, also, just to note as well, due to the Russian invasion of Ukraine, Frogwares is also encountering challenges that require it to stop, regroup and adapt. And as such, it's turning to Kickstarter so it's most devout fans can financially support the studio and earn some rewards once development is complete and copies are shipped. Fair enough. Yep. Yep. Okay, next up, the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake, which is a PS5 console exclusive, has reportedly been hit with a very significant delay after two important members of the team were fired. Game's fucked. Development of the remake is now said to be, quote, on pause, according to sources speaking to Bloomberg journalist Jason Schreier, with a more realistic release window now being 2025. The report says that Aspire Media has prepared an internal demo of the game to share with Sony and Lucasfilm. The team was apparently really excited to show off the vertical slice, but the following week after the presentation, designer, director, brand, prints and art director Jason Minor were fired from the company. According to Schreier sources, Aspire Media's studio leads explained to staff that the internal demo, quote, wasn't where they wanted it to be and that the project would be paused. It's also suggested a disproportionate amount of money was put into the demo and the course wasn't sustainable. 
So why did they get fired though? Well, it it's o- it's awkward as fuck. So apparently they had to show off this game or this vertical slice of the game, and apparently those two were like right happy with it, and they were like, oh, "Fucking hell, here we go!" And they took it in, and Sony and Lucasfilm were like, "Are you fucking kidding?" And then the next week, the two of them were fucking out on their ear. <laughs> bit awkward. Mm. Uh, aye. So, 2025 is shaping up to be a pretty good year at this point when everything's going to fucking release. If this ever comes out. Mm. Like, it's not like those fucking hunters of developers sitting on the fucking subs bench waiting for a job. Like, they might not be able to find people to do this. But, yeah. They just obviously, like, I think it might not even be what they made was that bad, but I think it was just like they were like, Is this we've gave you this much money and that's what you've made? Like, we've got a full fucking game to make here. How much is this going to cost? And I, they've been out, binned out in their ear. Yeah, I mean, they've got, you know, the Star Wars franchise in itself, you know, it's always got a huge fan base, so you, you kind of need to get it right. You can't. Ah, and they're so critical. Uh, I mean, I, I never played the original. So I never played the original Kotor, but apparently, it's like one of the most revered. Mm. Like, not, even outside of Star Wars, it's supposed to be a highly revered game. So there's a lot of pressure on making a remake yeah. of it. Yeah. And this studio have never really made anything, so it's a strange choice to begin with. Okay, wrap up time of the other bits and pieces of news. So, Goat Simulator Three, woohoo, is coming on November seventeenth. And just to confirm, there. I think we spoke about this briefly, but there was never actually a two. No, there was never a goat. <laughs> and I think they've two. confirmed that now, haven't they? Well, they c- they don't need to confirm it because people can check. I know, but they came out and said, "Yeah, no, we just went for three. Ah, I know they've just been they've just been fannies. Yeah, I appreciate uh, it though. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> I appreciate it. The PS Plus essential games for August are Yakuza Like a Dragon, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two, and Little Nightmares as well. Like a dragon. <laughs> Breathing fire for, for the, the very, very first time, time. like a dragon. I got scales, baby. <laughs> the first 16 minutes of Gotham Knights is out in the wild and can be found on YouTube if you want to sample it. And coming to Game Pass, so we have today Ghost Recon Wildlands, August mm. 4th. You said today, is that not actually today? It's not today. But today, as in today of recording. Aye. Right, so it's already out, folks. It's <laughs> already out. <laughs> August 4th, Shenzhen IO and Turbo Golf Racing, which I think looks fun. Hopefully. It does look good, aye. August 9th, Craig 1, Craig's been waiting for it, and I think you've got it on your Fantasy Critic, do you? Two Point Campus? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, August 11th, another simulator, Andy. Cooking simulator. And he'll be all over this. Yeah. Look, fancies himself a wee Mm. chef over there. Um, uh, Yes. (laughs) I mean, I I, I don't know what it's going to entail, but I'm all over Cooking, probably. Well, yeah, but... have you yeah. d- have you played you or you have played the I've not downloaded the power washer thing yeah. yet. Oh, that's good. Um, Expeditions Rome and Off World Trading Company and also Midnight Fight Express and Immortality are coming later in the month as well. So yeah, they both look good. It's a good month for Game Pass. Yeah, it's a really good month to be fair. Two Point Campus. I'm really looking forward to that. Looks great. I just it's one of those games I just I'd be stunned if it wasn't really fucking good. Because they've got such a know. good track record. Yeah, see I, I don't know. I might I might give this one a go, but like You should, you would like I it. I know. I've never 
played the two point hospital or anything like You'd that. You'd like that as well. You would. You got um, lost in it. Well, that's what that's my concern because you remember when City Skylines came out? Oh, it's God. similar. Aye. Aye, I you were hooked. I got lost. I know. Like, yeah. There's something about just being able to create your own city, man. I know, it's, it's so cool. And I fear that this kind of, that two point campus could kind of be like that and I could get lost down a rabbit hole as well. Yeah, oh, it definitely is. Do you remember when we were playing, because we were both playing lots of uh, City Skylines and we were like, Going to, going to the shops and stuff like that and being like, this is definitely a red zone for the traffic. They need to do something about this. This would be red. And up there's this maybe... This is a residential aye, district. Uh, up, there's, up there's maybe an amber, but I mean, you're talking red here. This is this is shocking. This is a fucking... Tu- this is a Tuesday bit, afternoon. Wouldn't this bit be great for just a couple of commercial squares? <laughs> that's honestly, that's the conversations we were having. It got bad. Well... Okay, that's all for this week's news. Love video games, pop references and awesome design? Well, Insert Coin have you covered. Insert Coin, the leading name in video game-inspired clothing, sells stylish, official and limited edition apparel for gamers inspired by video games. They have been kind enough to give Pure Dead Gaming podcast listeners a discount code to get 15% off your next purchase. Just head to insertcoinclothing.com and use the code PDIC15 at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, it's time now for this week's Get in the Bin. Johnny, did you put out the bin? I did, yeah, I did. Get your little wheelie bin and push all of your rubbish in. You better hurry, don't be late. They'll soon be outside of your gate. Are the bin men coming? Are the bin men coming? As the cry of every woman, will the bin men come today? Now, if you don't know, there is a bin. It looms for one thing, person, Temperature. What kind of bin is it? Is it a big biffer bin? It's getting, it's getting a fair size. Yeah. Is it a wheelie bin? Uh, initial, I, might, I might need a new extension on it. Initial image was is like it, a paper bath. A paper... A paper bin? Yeah. It's one of those zero like tamper-proof needs, ones. It needs upgraded. Uh, it's going to be a landfill site by the time we're done. Yeah. Um. So this week's nominations, Craig's first up. The heat the heat needs to go in the fucking bin. I'm sick of oh, it. Oh, shut I'm up. sick to fucking death of it. I left... We are all sick to the death of you. I morning. Left, I fucking left one one of the buildings at work today. I got in the van, turned the the, the thing on. Thirty six degrees. It says it was in my van. <laughs> fuck <laughs> that. Fucking oh, fuck you, summer. Fucking hate you. Right. Well, it's August, so you know what's. Yeah, you've not got long left. Yeah, you're just... So you're not getting that in the bin. No. Uh, oh, I'll be fucking nominating in oh, December. I, I, oh, oh, I tell you. I tell you. I tell you. If you are a member of our Discord, then you will probably know that if you post something and somebody's actually already said it but you've missed it, then you will get called out for being a repost wanker. Um, but that in itself has been nominated for the bin. Repost wanker! <laughs> folk love calling folk a repost wanker. I've, I mean, I've had it done to me. I just chuck it out sometimes for a laugh because people, nobody's going to go and check. Yeah, I think that the problem is when you have uh, active Discord... Like it's hard to keep up with all the messages, so you don't know if somebody else has said something or you're not on the right channel. And yeah, anyway, uh, the cost of Lurpak. I oh, saw this. Lurpak is the best butter. I saw this getting nominated. What fucking price is it? Like seven quid. Aye, well that's what? For the, that's bad. for the big tub though. Aye. So the if you're boy. a family, you're probably buying that one. 
Uh, it is dear. Seven fucking quid. It's £2.75 for a normal one. Then it's about £3.60 for the one above that. And then there's a big one. Right, and I stupidly bought the big one. Better be a bought, fucking coffin. I bought the fucking one that was, uh, you know how you get lightly salted. Uh, That's the normal one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bought the one that was like light blue, and it said it's like non-salted or something. Are they used for cakes and that? But yeah. I, but I bought, bought the big one, so I've got this big one in the fridge, which is not the one I like. No, I use no. it for cooking now. Um, but love packs the best butter. Yeah. Just well, I hands mean, down. Seven fucking quid. Yeah, it's, bad. it's worth it. It's, it's totally bad. worth it though. You could buy a lot of Pepsi with that. Let's not even go there. Um, okay, so there's some vehicle related ones that got got nominated. So I can't remember. Oh no, Scott nominated this one. Said I would like to get. He wrote, cunts. He wrote the word cunts. Um, that break when they approach a corner when another car on the opposite side of the road passes them and they're only doing 30 anyway. Those fuckers can get in the bunny says. Yeah. There was a lot of people were also angry at that. That started a big conversation about how everyone just wants drivers in general in the fucking bin. <laughs> and like, I can totally get involved with that. As someone that has to drive a lot for work, the amount of fucking stupidity that you see on the road, I'm fucking sick of it. Like, there's so many times when you're just like, see if everyone just fucking drove normally. We could get places so much fucking quicker. Like, how many times is it like you're on a road and the, the traffic's all built up and you're like, oh, it's having a crash. What the fuck's going on? And eventually when you get to the front, it's fucking nothing. Yeah. And it's just some dick slowed down for something and everybody's get fucking caught up in it. Yeah, the other nomination was from Jim who said people who don't know how to use a merge lane on a motorway or dual carriageway and when you try to drive drive past because you're smart and drive to the end of the merge rather than sitting in the queue they move out in the middle to stop you coming past but i am inclined to oppose that because i feel like if there's a queue you shouldn't go past the queue but i agree that people should use both lanes until it merges but if people have stuck to the left hand lane don't be a prick and go up the right and stick in at the bottom Mhm. I often see when there is a merge lane. I often like stick out so that they can't get by. Well, that's what he's saying. He's not happy about these people because I mean, I agree. People aren't using the merge lane correctly in the first place if one's long and one's short because they should both be equal and then you merge. I nearly got into a fight in the middle of the town because of that. Mm. There was some guy who was trying to get by in the merge lane uh, at the police station, and when you go around the corner, and I wouldn't let him in. And then he pulled down his window and he was like fucking screaming at me. What the fuck's your problem? What the fuck are you doing? And I was like, you were trying to push in. Are we back and wait? And then he was just back and forth, back and forth. And he was like, what? stop the car and stuff. <laughs> fuck you. Hmm. And I think as soon as I pulled in, he just kept driving or something. Um, Whitby can get in the bin because they charged to use the toilet. I'm not sure who that was that nominated it, but yeah. There's a lot of places charged to use the toilet these days though, mm-hmm. isn't there? Even I mean, even in air, it's like thirty p to use the toilet. There are costs oh, associated. Is it? I've used them down the beach this, yeah. uh, this evening. People free. do have to maintain them somewhere. Depends who's like. Depends what you are there for as well. If you're there for a number two, you should be paying for it. Mm. They're, um, they're quite clean as well down the down the beach. Are they? Uh, quite clean, and there's showers down there as well, aren't there? They can open them up. In those showers there. Uh, That's terrifying, the shit that must go on in there. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, I got stuck this week on a like customer service online chat thing. Oh. 
And that was brutal. Mm-hmm. So I'm nominating that for the bin. Mm-hmm. Um, because it came up and said you're number thirty two in the queue, and I was like, oh, right, okay. And then obviously, when you're sat on your computer, you're not actually going to fully pay attention to it. And yeah. then next thing, like Ooh. I went back and it said the agent has left the conversation because oh. I didn't respond. Oh I was no! Like, oh, fuck, so I had to start the whole thing again. Um, but yeah, which is just... rich considering they fucking take ages to respond. Uh huh. And then weird. like, yeah, I couldn't even resolve my issue. I was like. He said, oh, can you do this? And I'm like, but that's the fucking problem. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so Red Handed, which is another podcast that we listen to. It's a true crime podcast. Um, but they mentioned a couple of episodes ago that France didn't have an age consent until last year. And even now, it's set at Six. 15. Fucking hell. Uh, so it was that. What was the guy's name? The uh, The producer? Roman Polanski. Oh, aye. Uh, he got done for, well, tr- they tried to do him for shagging a young girl and he fled mm. to he France. Trying to marry his niece or something? Or, I think it was something it was. like that as well, aye. Cousin? So he fled to France and part to, so he didn't get to jail for this. And so part of the reason was because until. I just I can't get my head around that this only came into place in 2021, but until 2021, there was no minimum age for having sex. Wow. And so you could pretty much get away with fucking anything. It must have been like a paedophile's playground. Fucking Like, right. how the fuck that managed to go on until 2021? But even now, they've put it in place and made it 15. That's and you're still, like, fuck's sake, young, fans. What the fuck are you doing? They've not even grown up yet at 15. No. Fuck's sake. Bye. So, I mean, there must have been something. Like, I don't know. If somebody went to the police and was like, my 10 year old they must have done something surely but there was no legal limit which is, just seems utterly it seems like something from the fucking dark ages but, but it, it was totally happening does. in a full fucking country last year so we had a few nominations for Callum and Alan who are members of the discord got nominated because they said they didn't like five guys oh wow so, Don't know. There's quite a lot of folks said this. Everyone's calling it overrated, uh, ping in the microwave shite, and I'm not having that. Five Guys is a fucking nice burger. It's overpriced, though. Oh, it's overpriced, yeah. Like but that it's was fucking good. Aye, well, that's the thing. So, like, this got into a whole debate in the Discord because folk were like, ah, it's no better than a fucking burger from McDonald's. It just costs ten times the price. Oh, no, and we no, were like, no, no, hold on. times better Aye. than McDonald's. Come it's on, like they're the worst. I think the problem is that I think, see, honestly, I think Five Guys is one of the nicest burgers I've ever had. I think the problem is that when you go in, the place is designed like a McDonald's. So then when you get hit with the bill, you're like, wait a fucking minute here. Mm. You're giving me this on a tray. Why is this costing fucking 20 quid? Whereas, see, if it was a nice restaurant and they gave you that burger and that amount of chips and charged you that amount of money, I think you'd be like, fair fucks. Yeah. But I think it's the presentation. They present themselves like Burger King and McDonald's. Mm. But, I mean, there's absolutely no question to me. It's a fucking charge, miles better burger. They charge burger. like a gourmet place, though. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. I know. It's a very, uh, like, you can only have as a treat every now and again, can't you? Because it's just too much money. Yeah. And, and I'm so glad they don't have one near us. I'm not. I would. Oh, I'd love that. I know. So would I. But I'd be fucking bankrupt you and fat as fuck. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Another sort of in similar uh, vein. 
North Allerton Inn got nominated, which is obviously some sort of pub somewhere. Um, they are they were charging eighteen pound for a chicken Caesar salad. Oh fucking hell! So, that's inflation for you. I wouldn't even take a salad for free. Holy shit! <laughs> um, and also, what's going up? Tesco now charging thirty pence for a, a bag. Oh, so sake. bring your own. That's it. Well, that Bags is an to bring your own. Yeah. Come on. I still. Feel You're like... really bad at it. You're really, really bad at it. I've never once went into a shop with a bag. You know. To use, I just feel like a prick, and I shouldn't because everyone does it now. But I think just at the time when everyone didn't do it, I felt like a prick doing it, and it's just stuck. And there's me with my trolley bags, looking like the biggest of pricks, and Aye. I don't give a shit. I think that's what it is. I think I've seen you with your trolley bags and went. I can't lower myself to that. <laughs> it's so convenient. Yeah, I know. Especially it's... in Aldi when they fucking fling it off the Aye. conveyor belt. There's I'm no there. Space. I'm like, that's in the blue one, that's in the orange one. I know where well. all my groceries are going. No. Food warehouse is bad, isn't it? It's like a yeah. wee tiny yeah. bit like that. They, they just you have to like they can only fit one thing at a time. So if you don't bag it as they put it there, you're like, eh, slow down, please. <laughs> nah, that shit's like wearing crocs. <laughs> Um, and the last thing was beaches, specifically pebble ones. I'm not really sure, again, where that came from. Yeah, I don't like beaches. I don't like sand. Yeah, same. So I was yes, everywhere. assisting a child putting on their socks today, and the sock was had been put through the wash, mm-hmm. but it was inside out, and then a, an unsided inside out. What's, what's the term? Put it back the right way around. Yeah, and fucking sand came out everywhere. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, the car gets filled with it. Everything gets filled with it. It's really annoying. But Sand? Why do the kids go down the beach a lot? I mean, we stay, like, what, two miles from the beach? Oh. Well, not there every day, but during the summer. like. Right. I was down the beach today. We've been to the beach all our life. I don't know why. I don't know why that fucking outburst came out. <laughs> Uh, I, don't, I don't. Right, what are we doing here? Uh, there's no standout. I say there's no standout, but France, France are fucking mm. hammering children since up till last year, <laughs> apparently. I think you've got to put that one in. I think France. The, the decision makers of France, because it's surely. I, I refuse point blank to believe that at some point, multiple times over the years, someone has not been like, can we get this bill passed? And it's been fucking rejected until last year. There's no way that last year France didn't go, holy fuck, did anybody know about this? We should probably do something about that. There's no way. It's been brought up and they've went, fuck it, it's fine. You know what I mean? And it's not fucking fine. Not many 15-year-olds there voting, I bet you. Aye. You know what I mean? And and plenty of old guys voting for the fucking age <laughs> of fifteen. And also to finally put it in place and make it fifteen. Aye. I mean that's like you're like, right, fine, we'll do something, but do you know what Aye. I mean? It's like this is almost as if they've had to do it kicking and screaming. Mm. Fuck you, France. Okay, France, get in the bin. Get in the fucking bin. Mm-hmm. Boom. Okay, I'm now going to hand the, the microphone over to Craig for... Oh, Andy, here we go, Andy. Here we go. dead platinum. Are you fucking ready, Andy? Ask me how many platinums I got this week. How many platinums this week, Craig? I'd need to count them up. It's about 17 or 18. 
I have played a whole bunch of shitty Platinums in the last week, you honestly. You only be able to give us one, that's the rule. Platinum Mania has been running wild. Wild. It's even getting to the point where I'm starting to think, what is the fucking point here? <laughs> like... Honestly, some of these games, some of these fuck. I'm not going to go into them all. I'm not. I'm not going to bore you. But I just. I don't know. See, at this point, it's like. It's the like thrill has been lost. No, 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 no. The thrill's there. That's what I'm saying. But it's almost like popping bubble wrap. That's what it feels like now. Because that's how quick you're getting the fucking trophies. Like yeah, there was a moment on Sunday where he started a platinum trophy. <laughs> And your castles won stitches. Oh, the the absolute joy he got in achieving it so quickly. Um, Jess was coming I think back. He even stood up, raised your hands, and went yes or something. Jess was coming back to the kitchen, and Castles was sitting down. I was like, "Do you want to see me platinum this game?" And all you have to do is press X like five times. And Jess was walking. Oh Jess was walking from the kitchen to sit back down next to me, and I was like, "Done, woo!" Right up, and, it, and I managed to do it from before she got from the kitchen to sitting down on the couch. Fuck's yeah. sake. It's an embarrassment. It was quite. Uh, it was uh, okay. I'll give that you that. <laughs> yeah, but I do. Like I'm honestly, I'm I'm starting to. I mean, I won't stop, but I'm starting to think about like just, just. I don't know. Level of effort you retiring for that. Because sure, surely part of the process is like putting in a big effort in planning. But that game. he saves them for like 400. Yeah, save them for milestones. What's about? Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, real, <laughs> oh it's still real to me, damn it. But yeah, the, so the, what? Uh, before I get to the actual platinum, there was one this week, and I was I meant to actually show you it before we started recording. And I just, I'm so confused by it. The game's called Black Death, A Tragic Dirge. And you can platinum it in five minutes. All you have to do is walk about and collect 20 notes within the world, right? right. And it costs 79p. But the effort that has went into this for 79 like, I don't understand what they're doing. Like, it's not a massive world, but it's quite well detailed. You're walking about like almost like a sort of, it almost seems like a old school, like there's a barn and there's like a couple of different houses. It's like a wee small town. And while it's not next gen graphics, it looks pretty decent, doesn't it? The graphics yeah. were actually pretty decent. And I'm like, if you're going to charge 79p and all you have to do is collect fucking 20 notes, why put this much effort into making the world? Like, I'm sure it didn't take them that long, but I was like, there was no... You've spent way longer on this than you had to. And if you were going to spend this amount of time making the small world, put a little bit more in it so you can charge a fiver or something. Yeah. Like, it just... It didn't add up. So, like, the, the notes that you've got to collect, it was literally just walk up to them and press X or something? I just press X. And yeah, it, it was so telling you, could... you a story about, like, the Black Plague or something. I wasn't even paying attention, obviously, but, like... Aye, it was just so weird. Like yeah, there was, it was quite they, well detailed. Could they have put a little puzzle in there or something. If like, they put even one or two puzzles in, they could easily have charged a fiver. Yeah. And like there was like pigs walking about and stuff like that. You're like, pretty well detailed pig. That like why? Why the fuck have they went to the effort of making all this to then charge you fuck all and the game to be nothing? Alright, that's quite a lot. That's quite detailed. It's weird, isn't it? Aye. Like to charge so little. I'm I'm trying uh-huh. to think now. It, it might have been ninety nine p, but it was like it says a fucking £1.19 here. Oh, there you go. Right, so it was one. But I mean, still, do you know what I mean? Like, see if they just put, I don't know, 
give you a gun like you shoot the pig they could have charged three quid like for fuck's sake and there's like light lighting uh-huh. well done and everything like and I it just, looks atmospheric uh-huh it was and there's like a, a narrator talking to you the whole time you're walking through the world mm-hmm. and I'm just like strange isn't it I, it was so weird like some of the shite I played do you know what I mean it's like a fucking JPEG and you jump up and down and they're charging more than that like I'm yeah. like, that must have actually taken someone a fair bit of time to make yeah. so it was just weird but anyway this week's shitty platinum is oh god I called it a shitty platinum it's a pure dead platinum because it's a belter I like it out. this is a good one it's no you fucking won't it's uh, the wardrobe even better edition and that's because the wardrobe is a game that was released a few years ago, and for some reason, I'm guessing some sort of copyright issue, it was pulled, and so they brought it back out, and it's basically the same game, but it's called Even Better Edition. It's a it's a point and click adventure, and it's fucking brilliant. It really is. Like it's one of my favourite point and click games. I absolutely fucking love it. Every single every single screen is just dripping with pop culture references there's like fucking chuckies in it there's like there's one point you walk into like a cupboard and master chief's fucking helmets there there's like there's so much you go into there's a party you go to and outside of it hellraisers lying fucking ko'd with a drink you go inside and morpheus is sitting on the couch <laughs> and you have to get him either a red or a blue pill like there's so much yeah every honestly every single screen and you play as a skeleton, which instantly gives me Grim Fandango vibes. And the whole, it's honestly, like, if you've ever enjoyed a point and click game, this is your boy. It's, it's fucking excellent. It's only about maybe two hours long, even less if you use a guide, but it's fucking excellent. I even, highly irregular, I even tweeted out that this was the game this week because it's on sale. It's 40% off on PlayStation until the day before this podcast launches. So yes, aye. so I wanted to make sure people had the chance to buy it. I mean, it's only like 15 quid, but you can get it for less than a tenner just now if you want. But Not anymore. Well, that's why I tweeted it out earlier, Jess. I know, but people listening to this might not have seen that. Well, and you're m- now telling them, sorry, you could have got it yesterday, but if this is you just seeing it for the first time, then so it's not. Well, you're going to seem really stupid when folk have time travel and they're able to just move about. <laughs> right? <laughs> Jokes on you. I had a joke will well and truly be on you. Yeah. But I no, it's honestly it's absolutely brilliant. It's as hard as you want it to be. If you don't use a guide at all, you'll struggle a bit. If you have a guide on hand to use when as and when you need it, then you'll be fine. And highly, highly recommended, like I say. But two hours. Definitely fun. Decently priced. As long as you like point and click games. Go get it. Okay. Thanks as always, Craig, for covering this week's period platinum. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's hit up movie slash TV section. So each week we tend to watch a gaming inspired slash related movie. And this week's pick was thanks to Ryan and it was Black Mirror's Bandersnatch, which came out in 2018. And I think this one was just like one of these ones where like they announced it the day before and they just dropped it. Like, um, but yeah, so in Bandersnatch, viewers make decisions for the main character, who is young programmer Stephen Butler, who is adapting a fantasy game book into a video game, and it's based, or set, sorry, in 1984. Critical reception was very mixed on this, so interested to hear your thoughts, shall we? 
What do you think, Andy? We've not spoke at all about this. I thought it was well acted, but it was just a bit... I don't know. It's a bit depressing watching it. It's a bit dull. Yeah, I think going into it, we kind of had heard, oh, it's not that great, like it's disappointing and I think and we actually did it in two sittings because I kinda stay awake for, you know, past half past ten. Um <laughs> so after the first night, like we kinda spoke the next day and I was kinda like, I, d- I don't really know what people were hating on it so much for, like mm-hmm. but then having then finished it, it I don't know, I just felt it did go a bit it started getting a bit silly and too mm-hmm. much and I'm like, yeah. I think one thing that I didn't really grasp at the time was, so there was plenty of times when we got to a conclusion and then it just rewound to a certain point and then you mm-hmm. kept playing again. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really clock Look. at the time mm. that that was an ending and then you were going again and making, so we, we would just go back and make a different decision. And I was like, I just thought that was part of the story. I didn't realise yeah, until after. Because I had a couple of them as well. Yeah, and it was only after when I looked up to see what the different endings were that it was like, oh, here's an ending that only takes five minutes. And I was like, oh, yeah. fuck, I got that one. I didn't realise that was a fucking ending, though. And you go back to waking up in the bed. Yeah. It says 1984 or whatever. And the, one of the reasons I didn't think it was an ending, because so the first ending we got was we went to the video game, we went to see that guy with the video game And did you idea. say yes to... Yeah. I, I said yes, and it went back to the... So, yeah, you said yes, the game came out, and it right. didn't get a good critical reception. Oh, that's right. And then he was like, I'm going to try again. And then it rewound. But then when oh, it, when you started playing again, there was a carryover, because the wee guy from Wheel the Millers remembered stuff from your first, first altercation. So yeah. that's why I didn't think it was an end, and I thought, oh, this is how it's supposed to happen. Yeah, it was weird. And then, yeah, so there was there was loads of... It was interesting after to see how many different endings you could get. So we sort of just kept... Because we didn't realise we were getting endings, we kept playing until eventually we hit a point where there was credits. Yeah. Uh, and then we're like, all right, done. Well, apparently there's like over five hours worth of acting in it. I think we probably played about 90 minutes. I, yes. I I was getting a bit bored. I yeah. was kind of thinking I've watched any on forty minutes. Of this you now I could be doing we finishing this, Aye. and it wasn't feeling like it was. It was really... uh, yeah, it's interesting as well because obviously I mentioned we did it in two settings, and you know how on Netflix, like it, it if you've partially watched something, it's got a red line and it shows yeah, you the yeah. bar. Like yeah. when we went back to it, like it was like really small, and I'm Aye. like, oh my god, are we uh-huh. not even like yeah. remotely through this? But I don't know if it's just because. That would be if you saw everything, obviously. Yeah, potentially. But we didn't know that, because when we first loaded it up, it said it's ni- it was an hour and a half. Mm. So we're like, all right, okay. But obviously it potentially could be... I don't can't think it could longer. be longer, but if you go for everything. Uh, it can be quite long, apparently. There's loads of mm. different... Because I, I was getting... I was, that's why I asked you about the credits. Because with mine, I got to a certain point, and it kind of felt as if it finished. But I got to the psychiatrist, and he'd basically said to her that he knows somebody's controlling him somebody's mm-hmm. controlling me and she's like well would they not want to control something a bit more yeah we got that thrilling yeah and he's like right and then you start like you can choose to fight her or jump out the window or whatever what did you choose at that point i, I chose to fight her and then his what? dad came in and then it just kept on getting to a bit where he would get to the computer and be like show me a sign and you had like uh, Netflix or that wee yeah. symbol uh, and I, I'd done both of them Or you, and then it got to a bit where you're just like 
tell tell them more because you can hit Netflix and it starts mm-hmm. to tell them what Netflix is. Aye, we did that. And then it's like tell them more or don't tell them and and or end credits or whatever. And I kept on playing it a wee bit, and then I was just like, this feels as if it's going to go on forever. And then I just hit watch the credits so that's interesting so see when you got that option where you could try and go out the window or you could fight her Aye. so you chose fight her and yeah. what the dad came running in and made the save the dad came in and started fighting me as well the dad came in and started bashing me and I had to choose whether to crack to chop him or kick him in the nuts <laughs> and I chose to you went for the nuts I, yeah. went, I went to crack crack to chop him and how did that play out then did you get a kicking or did you win or uh, how did that play out yeah. It all gets a bit Aye, confusing. It all blurs together. Aye, it's fucked. Yes. It's fucked up. Because wait till you hear this, right? So we got that option. Do you want to fight or, or do you want to flee? Aye. And we chose to flee out the window. Right. And so he, if he chose that, he turns around, starts trying to open the window. And then at that point, all you hear is cut. And it pans out and it's a fucking TV show. Yeah. And the director comes in and is like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> and she's like... Uh, and he goes, I'm trying to escape. And she's like, you're supposed to fight her. You, you don't escape. Like, mm. what, the, what the fuck are you doing? And then what? the dad, the dad's sitting on like a chair in the background. He's like, I'll have a word with him. And then it rewinds. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> so I never, I never saw what happened when you, when you uh, hit fight. Like she the, brings out like two bat, like, uh, police batons. Uh, which, like that. I think that yeah. did happen. And that's when I chose to run. Uh. <laughs> fuck's sake I think it was a joint decision getting fucking called out here I just didn't want to hit a woman I kind of mind what happened it's, it was just weird it was very weird I don't it's, really... it's cleverly done like I, I can I don't know I yeah. appreciate the technicalities behind it and how you would film such a thing to you know give so much narrative and choices and all that kind of stuff like it very, is very well done. acted for that type of because imagine acting that mm-hmm. and being like right we're going to do this part now and having to be in that zone yeah and and act a certain way whereas you know what i mean because usually you'd be like right we're doing this scene but you're doing scenes loads of different ways mm-hmm. and you've got to be in the zone and i think it was well acted because of that the way it was filmed but i don't really want to watch one of those types of films again i don't mm-hmm. like i don't want to interact with a film I want, I want to be like, you tell me the story and I want to be entertained by it. Nah, you, you're the experts, not me. See, you know what I mean? see, I did like, I, I really like FMV games and to, for a certain extent, that's what this was. Mm-hmm. But it was just, it was too stop-start. Like the FMV games, like I really liked the game Erica that was on PlayStation. There was that Who Pressed Mute on Uncle Marcus. Mm-hmm. Um, Bloodshore was really good. Uh, you could even count like telling lies in that because that was FMV as well. But like, what these games do is they you get to make choices, but the game continues on no matter what until you basically get like a game over or or it comes to a natural ending. Whereas with this, it was very much like, oh, you've chose that, rewind, go again. Or you chose that, rewind, go again. Mm-hmm. And there was so much of that that it just became sort of. It's right. It's doing too much of this now. It's too up its own ass, um, and so because of that, I thought it kind of lost its way. Like the the eventual ending we got was, we started bashing fuck out the dad in the kitchen, uh, hit him with something. An ashtray. 
eye the ashtray and then you buried him outside. Uh, like after, so you you hit him with the ashtray, then you phoned up the uh, psychiatrist and you got her assistant. And oh, you were like, oh, is she there? Is she there? No. Oh, I've killed my dad. I'm going to fucking kill her and all. And the girl's like, what? That's and right. then it cuts to outside where you're burying the dad. Oh. And the, you hear pl- police sirens. Mm-hmm. And that was the ending we got. But when mm. I looked it up, there was like two different ways. So like, depending on what you'd done before, he might not bury the dad. He might dismember him. And apparently there was an ending where you could kill the dad but then you managed to get your game released before right. anyone knew about it, right. and it got that. That was seemingly the best ending. Apparently, I think I read here there was only five endings. There are five possible endings. Uh, death. Stefan leaves with his mother on the train. I got that and, one. And they die in the crash. Yeah. I never got that. Jail. That's the one I got. Stefan is in prison for killing his father. See, I never saw. I, I, well, I saw. I saw. That. Oh no, I did see that one. Yeah, yeah. Fight. Stefan battles his therapist during and father during a session. I have seen that as well. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, one. Set. That's the one you're talking about. Right. Stefan jumps out the window and realizes he's been filmed. Loop. History repeats itself, and Stefan's game is rated five out of five on television. Some of these endings come with further variations. For example. The jail ending is preceded by different TV reports depending on how many people Stefan killed. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, I got, when Stefan was in jail, the you saw that game reviewer and he yeah. gave the game a 2.5 because he said it was decent and it was a curiosity mostly because the guy that developed it was yeah, in the jail that's what I got. and is a murderer, which I thought was fitting. But it does leave a lot up to interpretation. But I, I didn't think it was that bad. Like, it got a bad rating. It's got 7.1 or whatever on IMDb. So, it, obviously, there was people that liked it. But what I would say is, if you enjoyed the idea of this, but not the execution, then I would look into some of the FMV games on PlayStation because I've really enjoyed some of them. Wales Interactive developed loads of different ones, and some of them are cracking. Okay, shall we move to rate? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for two pies. I'd go two as well. Yeah, two all round, I think. Yeah. I forgot to do a podcast preview, so we don't have an audience pie. Mm. You reminded me right before we started recording that I hadn't done that this week. Yeah, yeah. I do like uh, Will Poulter, though. Yeah, the he's guy. Good, yeah. He's a good actor. He is a good actor. Um, is that the guy that played the dad? No, no the, Colin, the, main guy. the video game designer guy with yeah. the blonde hair. See, I, I don't think I'd ever seen him in anything other than this, and he's amazing and We We Are the Millers. Mm. Like, that's a yeah, fucking he's, cracking he's, film. He's just a really good actor. He's yeah. good in loads of stuff. Mm. I mean, he absolutely... That was a great film, but he fucking made it. Every single scene he's in, he's it's laugh-out-loud funny, I think. What's he? He's in Marvel now. He's got a part in one of the Marvel things. Oh, okay. Quite a big part, actually. Oh, I think an interesting thing Marvel that did happen when we were playing this game something in the narrative or the dialogue set off off our google device that's right as soon as we set started it in the second night yeah. all of a sudden google got activated and, it, and it, interestingly it was when we were hitting netflix and they were asking what the hell's netflix and all of a sudden google fucking pipes up but she piped up enjoy the rainbow mm-hmm. so i don't and then started that's playing weird. like a lullaby I don't that's know what's weird. going on. A new level of interaction, that was what was going on. It was weird. Well, weird. Will Poulter's 
uh, playing the part of Adam Warlock in the new Guardians film. But his his film list is decent, man. He's he's been in loads of good TV programs, and he played the part in one of those F and V What that Dark Pictures, Little Hope. That's right. Yeah, he was yeah. in that. Um, That's right. Ah, he's just he's just a good actor. Marvel can get in the bin. So next week we have another listener suggestion and we're gonna go for boss level. Boss fight. Boss level. Boss level, is it? Mm-hmm. All right. Technically, so, well, I'm going to get stuck for this because you're saying it's an audience suggestion. I got audience suggestions and my suggestion was boss oh, level. So but <laughs> for, just for the record, I'm not picking my own suggestion. I gave Andy the choice. So before I get fucking pelters for asking for fucking <laughs> options for everyone and then choosing my own one, that's not how it played out. Uh, and we will use some of those suggestions going forward. Yeah, so the kind of concept of this film is a bit like Death Loop. Like the guy wakes up and then he's trying to get so far and he just fucking gets killed and then he has to start the day again. So yeah. it'll be a, we have seen it before, but yeah, it'll be interesting awesome. to revisit it. I really enjoyed it at the time and I'm sure it came out before Death Loop. So it'll be interesting to now watch it after having played that game because mm-hmm. it was getting compared to it a lot. But nobody really knew what Deathloop was, so yeah. it'll be interesting now to watch it after and look Frank, back and see. Uh, Frank Grillo's really... I really like Frank Grillo for some reason. Films that he's been in are usually pretty decent. He's a good actor. Cool. Yeah, yeah looking so, forward to that. Yep, check it out if you wish. And Craig will put a podcast preview up so you can rate it on the website as well. I will set a reminder. Yeah, do that, please. Uh, okay, let's wrap up this week's episode then with our pick of the week where we like to have a look at what's new and make a suggestion for you to play. Pick of the week. Pick, pick of the week. 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 Yeah, it's pretty slim pickings this week. So I've gone with that turbo golf racing which comes to Game Pass the day this podcast launches. It's in preview, um, but it, by all accounts, like there was a beta for it about a month ago and everyone really enjoyed it. The sort of premise is it's almost like Rocket League, yeah. but golf. So you mm. all start at a certain point. I think you've all got your own massive ball and you've got to keep knocking your ball all the way over certain terrains to the hole. And from the... The footage I've seen, it looks like a lot of fun. It's a really good concept and people seem to be really enjoying it. And there's fuck all else coming out, so... That's not true. There's some stuff coming out, but there's not a lot. Okay, with that said, that's all for this week then. As I mentioned at the beginning, if you have some time to leave a little review, we'd much appreciate it. And as always, you can head to puredeadgaming.com for written reviews, video content and the links to everything else that we've talked about as well. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. This podcast is recorded and produced by Pure Dead Gaming. Intro music by David Fesslian.